be the woman that fixes another woman's crown without telling the whole world that it is crooked. This week on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast, we are talking about healing the toxic feminine. And today, how to stop tearing each other down as women. Today, we're going to talk about the metaphysics of self-esteem. Satnam and God morning, beautiful goddesses. I am Jyotira Jitkuar. I teach overachieving women how to heal their inner child, rewire their subconscious mind, and clear ancestral karmic cycles so they can truly live sovereign lives. And this beautiful goddesses is our movement. Satnam, and thank you so, so much for joining and tuning in. If you're catching this replay on the podcast, welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show. For those catching this live, God Good morning, Diane. How are you, gorgeous? It's so good to connect with you here on the virtual space on this Wednesday. Coming to you later today, even though I had committed to being on time at 10 a.m. Mountain Center time, this week is really, really crazy for me. I feel like I've been saying that every week for all of 2021, and it just hasn't slowed down. But today I actually embark on my journey. It's uh, it's going to be a very deep, integrative journey for the next a year where I will be becoming uh, certified as a Kundalini yoga therapist. So today is our first class. It's four hours long at two o'clock this afternoon. It's actually, I'm learning with people from all over the world. It's actually based out of Australia and learning from incredible world renowned psychotherapists, doctors who integrate the Kundalini technology as part of their healing modality in order to help others heal. So I'm really, really excited because this technology has done so much to me already in my life through my own self-experience, through the education I've received, through the mentoring I continue to receive. But going into this therapy certification program is on a whole other level. And it's something that I actually knew I was going to do when I first became a teacher a couple of years ago. I knew that I was going to take this path. It just didn't align until this month. Actually, I was supposed to attend last month's class, but apparently that class I needed a prerequisite in order to attend. So I had to wait till February. And apparently the classes that I take actually also serve as CE credits for nursing. We have a lot of nurses that take uh, the Kundalini Yoga Therapy certification. So it's really, really cool to be around these people that are already in the uh, world of medicine that are now integrating these incredible uh, modalities to really bring the a healing for a full, full circle. So I start that journey today, four hours for the next four days. And then I have a Kundalini yoga class tonight for the beautiful goddesses of Satori. We're closing out a very powerful month. This month we worked on creating sacred and conscious relationships. And tonight, ladies, you all are in for a treat because tonight we are going to realize that the relationship we've always been seeking is ourselves. So I prepared a really amazing class to help us connect to the divinity that's in here so that we can align to beautiful sacred conscious relationships so very busy day very busy next um, next year i can just uh, surrender to that but i'm enjoying it i'm in alignment which is what we've been talking about this week we've been talking about healing the toxic femininity and yesterday specifically we were talking about moving from going to, from being a hustler begging taking unaligned action to being a sovereign woman, which is taking aligned action, dharma, connecting to the heart space, creation through the womb versus through the mind that always ends up in destruction, ladies, because we've been programmed that way. We all know that. And then on Monday, we talked about also healing the sacred, healing the way we use sexuality as women. 
masculine, the way we use it as very much toxic. A lot of things that I shared with you on Monday, because of the things that I've seen go down in the last week, they triggered a lot in me and, and they really had me come into my heart and, and feel these feelings that were really uncomfortable, which is the stuff that we're going to talk about today, which is just feeling that women need a higher level of respect for themselves that the ways of using sex to try to seduce or try to manipulate are no longer working, that there are very conscious men out there that no longer fall for those, for those uh, types of games. And, and that's why today I wanted to talk about healing the toxic femininity as it relates to tearing each other down as women. And in one way or another, this conversation has come up in the past. We've talked about it, whether we're talking about comparing each other to other, uh, comparing ourselves to others, which I did a series of podcasts just on that. So you can check out the replays on Spotify, Google, wherever you listen. We also have talked about this as it relates to remembering who you are. But this is so vital and so important, ladies, because the reason that this world is, is falling apart is because the patriarchy has intentionally programmed us to compete against each other as women, to tear each other down, and to work like men, you know, with the mind, to, to follow that Darwinian theory of competition, survival of the fittest. And it is even more prevalent as it relates to women. And a lot of it, as we've spoken about before, does have to do with even the way we were raised and, and perhaps our own mothers did not have a really good relationship with women in their lives, you know, maybe even their own mother. And those uh, programs then become programs in our subconscious mind, which later we wonder, you know, why we don't have friends or why we don't feel that we can trust women. Because that's one of the things that's really the saddest. And even with a lot of the things that I saw go down, you know, last week and the things I, I really felt that way. I was like, why do women have to be this way? You know, why do women have to betray? Why do they have to sell themselves short? And especially why do they have to go after, you know, unavailable men like why do they put themselves in those horrible situations it's so sad and and it almost made me feel more angry at women than than anything because I was thinking to myself if we only got our shit together and then we remembered who we were this whole world would change and I remember one time right before the pandemic hit we were stuck on the freeway and it was a, it was a sign of the universe it was God foreshadowing what was to happen and how we were to solve it we were on the freeway and we were getting ready to exit. But all of a sudden there was this accident up the front where we became blocked and the whole exit of the freeway, you couldn't get out. You, we were stuck and we couldn't go back and we couldn't go frontward. And it had been a while. It had been probably 25 minutes. I had called the police station and told them what the hell is going on. We're not moving. And they just basically said to wait, to wait, to wait. So we're waiting there and we're waiting and we're waiting. And all of a sudden, there's a woman that gets out of her car and she comes into my, it was my husband and I, and she comes over to the car and she says, you know, this is ridiculous. We need to do something. We're not just going to get stuck here. And she said, if you want to follow me. And what she did was that she literally led uh, uh, a group of about eight to 10 cars and they started to go the wrong way on the freeway, on the exit, even though there were police officers on the other end, they didn't give a shit. They were like, I'm tired of waiting here for an hour. We're just going to do this. But the woman, she got smart. You know what she did? She gathered the troops and she gathered eight to 10 cars and she led them. Well, the police, when it's a group, 
a community going together, they can't stop you. So the woman, badass leader, was able to then get out and lead the men and the people behind her. And that is exactly what it means when you come together as a union. If you come together and you're not fighting against each other, the bullshit, fear, all the stuff that's happening out here can never ever conquer us. When we unite as a collective, we are so much more powerful. And if women start taking the lead and understanding that community is incredibly important, right? And that they can lead others into freedom, then we can all start beginning the healing process. Because the truth is that if you really think about why do women tear each other down? Why do women compete with each other? And when I think about this, there's three major places where this actually shows up. Very easy to understand. And the good news is that once you understand them, then you can apply the tools to help you begin the healing process because all of us need healing as it relates to women in one shape or, or tearing down another woman in one shape to another. The number one, of course, that we all know, the reason why we tear other women down is because we have serious inner child wounds. You know, maybe perhaps you felt rejected as a, as a young child by other women. Maybe you don't have a good relationship with your mom, which ultimately, like I've talked about, when you do not have a, a great relationship with your mother, it, that is the root of all the, your other relationship problems. So you have to heal that relationship in order for you to heal anything else. So perhaps you were treated unfairly by a woman, right? These things become programs in our system. So what happens is that ultimately this inner child that didn't receive this love lashes out and creates competition, compares herself, right? I'm not enough. I want to be seen. So the root, getting to the root is rewiring the subconscious program, especially as it relates to being around other women. Because like I've shared before, being like ultra independent is actually also a sign that you are dealing with some type of trauma, some type of bond, trauma bond issue. And the reason that is, is because you perhaps have been forgotten about, maybe you've been abandoned. And because of that, you will not allow yourself to be in community with other women because you feel like they're going to betray you. Remember, it's just the program. If you in your mind think all women are bad or all women are uh, this or that, all of the ugly names that they say. I mean, there's even a word for hating women. I think it's called, uh, I'm going to butcher it. It's like, it starts with an M. I, I, it's at the tip of my tongue if anybody knows what that is, but it is actually a term that relates to hating other women. And it's usually referred to men hating women because they've been trained this way. Their mothers were unhealthy, but you see this also a lot in the toxic femininity where you have this conception, perception that all women are whatever, especially if you've been betrayed by a woman. That's where it's really, really sad, you know, in the workplace or a woman perhaps betrayed you in a relationship as a friend. Those are the healing paths we need to take to rewire ourselves so that we can be vulnerable enough and open enough to really connect with true soulmate type of friendships. Those that are not there to basically stab you in the back. You know, that was one of the things that this one girl said one time that I thought was really, really sad and shocking. She's like, I just want to, we were part of like this uh, mastermind that we would meet. And she said, I just want to find friends that are not consistently going to be trying to sleep with my husband. 
I was like, holy shit, what kind of fucking friends do you have? Like, first of all, and if that's the desire you want, oh my God, the toxicity around that, you know what I mean? But all of that, again, is, is, is this unhealthy culture <laughs> that we're all dealing and faced with, you know, especially as it relates to being exposed to thousands of people that are following you. And if something goes wrong in the relationship and all of a sudden you're getting the likes and the attention from someone else, it's very, it's a lot easier for you to all of a sudden feel that, you know, you're not being taken care of. So it's very, very important for us to stay very hyper aware of our inner child wounds and on what we do to project them out into the world. And especially with women. And as a child, did you have a lot of close friends? How, how were, what were the uh, dynamics between those relationships? And if you didn't, again, no punishment, judgment, it's really becoming aware so that you can bring the, you can start the healing path. You can begin the healing journey because it shows up in very ugly ways. The other thing that I see very common and often for the women that are continually belittling each other or are tearing each other down is that typically a woman that is doing this is not following her own life purpose. She's unhappy with her life. And there was even an article that I recently read where there was a, a woman who went back and she interviewed the bullies. She had uh, several bullies that would bully her in elementary school and junior high and in high school. And she wanted to find them and ask them, you know, why, why were you so mean to me? And she went back and she found a few of them and all of them, 100% of the ones that she was able to find, basically told her how their life at home was completely miserable, how they were being abused, how they were being beaten, how they were being bullied at home themselves. So it's very, very important that we also realize that people that attack usually are, are have been attacked, they are, they've been through abuse, they've been through serious uh, issues, which therefore... If they don't deal with that healing, if they don't deal with those emotions, they're not following their life purpose. They're not. It's just, there's no way that you could follow your life purpose if you don't know who you are. And if you haven't dealt with those issues that are going to continue to tell you you're some kind of imposter or that you're not worthy. You're, a lot of people, they know what they should be doing with their lives here but they don't have the level of self-worth and they don't have the level of self-esteem to take action upon it. And that is what's killing them. They even, that's even worse, knowing what you're supposed to be doing and then not taking action upon it. So then what happens since you're not happy and you're not taking action upon your dharma, you're comparing yourself and you're trying to copy others and you're basically upset at what other, when others do become successful. You're triggered because, you know, there's even a quote that I think I saw recently said that there are so many people that are doing things that I am more qualified for. And that in itself is the trigger. Well, yeah, if you're not taking action and you know you have something to give, then you're always going to be tearing down another woman. You're always going to be gossiping about her. You're always going to be threatened by her. You're always going to feel some, some type of way because of the things that she's doing and that is very 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 sad hurt people hurt people absolutely diane that's really what it is only the guilty attack and ultimately what we learned through the psychotherapy that we practice in a course of miracles we were talking about this last night is ultimately a sage a guru a sovereign woman who is in control of her mind when someone does attack you what happens is that you are so in your satnam and your truth first of all you're not taking it personal Second of all, what you are really hearing is the cry for help from that individual. Because 100% of the times when that person is attacking, they 
All right, that really is a cry for help. That's what it really is. And here's the magic. If you can somehow be like the sages, right? Like Jesus, like Buddha, like Kali, like Mary Magdalene, what they are, what they did was they were like shamans. They transmuted that energy, that hate attack, even the crucifixion. Imagine being on the cross and being crucified and still saying, I forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do, right? To be able to raise that energy's frequency to a higher level, that's a shaman. So that then what? That inner child is finally heard. That inner child is finally seen. And then not only do you heal that individual, but you get more karma for yourself. And we can't do this if we're not really listening to that intuitive voice within. That's how we also follow our life purpose. You know, if you are conditioned by a society, by your parents, by something outside of you, that this is what you should be doing with your life, which is what a lot of people are suffering from, then you are going to be really hateful. You are going to just not be happy in this world. And that's what the big awakening is all about right now. People are realizing that life is not about a knife and, and going on vacation once in a while. They, they're dealing with this existential crisis because they know that there's more out there. And the truth is that this is an oyster. The world is an oyster, especially the world we live in right now, ladies. You follow your dharmic purpose. You can connect to your consumer, to your clients, to your people. Because when you know that you're on dharma, you're not worried about what other people are doing. You're not worried about the first challenge that comes your way because you know it's part of the gig. You're climbing. You're climbing the mountain of higher awareness and you're so focused on your own inner journey that really the outside world not only does it not trigger you, but it's not noisy enough to prevent you from moving forward. So if you are constantly feeling like you're belittling or, or you're feeling like you're comparing yourself or you're feeling this energy between women, it's a sign that you need to connect more with what you need to be doing in this world, what makes you come alive. Now, the third aspect that I see it also come out in the world has to do with doesn't not knowing who we are. And this is where we get into the metaphysics of self-esteem. Self and this is where, we, where we'll end it and bring it to a circle. Now, when you hear the words, not knowing who they are, not knowing who I am, sounds kind of vague, sounds kind of broad, right? But the metaphysics of understanding who you are are much deeper than who you are, the little self, the S with the little, um, the self with the, with the small s which is, what is that? The self with the small s, in essence, is our ego. And now we're going to talk really about self-esteem so you can understand how to gain your self-esteem so that you don't feel like tearing anyone down. The reality is that we are programmed through the ego. Now, what is the ego? A lot of people hear ego and they hear negative right away or, or someone who feels they're better than someone else. The ego is a set of programs and beliefs that you have in your energy system that basically create your identity and this is one of the things that's that's we must learn to transcend in order to truly have high levels of self-esteem we create these roles as protection we create special relationships what are special relationships relationships where we, we can reenact our own inner child wounds we can project them out so that we can continue to tell that story of not being worthy of not being good enough. We also make ourselves special. This is what we were talking about this month at Satori. What is special? Special means that some way or somehow I have been victimized. I carry the stories of trauma. I carry the stories of where God 
punished me. Because ultimately what we are doing when we don't have high level of self-esteem is that we are projecting our guilt out onto others. It's like sending out these dogs. This is what I was describing to the woman, uh, to the goddesses last night uh, at Satori. It's you're sending out these dogs of guilt because when you send out these dogs of guilt and you make others feel less than you or you make them feel or you feel like they're better than you, then these dogs then go find the guilt in that individual, which then takes the focus from you, which then you then tell yourself that if I'm sending the dogs of guilt out there, then God is not going to punish me. And that's the whole thing that we have this all wrong. This is where religion really programmed us. We believe that there is some man with a beard in heaven that is constantly judging you good or bad. And because of that, we develop guilt. We develop these stories of not being good enough. When the truth is, and this is why we practice the inner work, the SWC work. And this is why Kundalini is so potent where it will deliver your life purpose. Because ultimately, what we're accessing through our meditative mind is the world of infinity. And when you access the world of infinity, like I've explained to you before through the neutral mind, what you're doing is you're collapsing time. You are remembering that you are a soul having this human experience and you are not the rules. You are not the programs of the egoic mind, which ultimately the ego is knows that is end is coming once you leave the body. And that's why it tries so hard to hold on to those programs that make it feel better than others or also make it feel less than because that's what we do. And so when you think about self-esteem, you must be able to accept that you are the highest daughter of the highest God, whatever God means to you. You must be able to accept yourself fully in your darkness and in your light. That is why this becomes a university where we learn lessons of what? The only problem that we ever, ever have in this universe is we believe that we are separate from source, that we believe we are not source, that we don't understand that we incarnated so source can experience herself through you. And a lot of people through the programming of religion will never be able to accept that because they don't feel worthy. They carry guilt and they still feel they're being punished. So ultimately, self-esteem has to do with you going beyond the self with the little S and realizing yourself as the self with the capital S. And what is a self with the capital S? That you are not the programs, that you are not your inner child feelings of trauma, that you are not the stories of abuse, that in fact, those stories happened for you so you could learn the lessons of love. And ultimately, this is what a great sage and a great guru does, high levels of self-esteem. You get to this level of wisdom where you know there is nothing to forgive. And there are, there are no enemies. The only enemy that we always have is our own mind, which is why we must get to the root cause and rewire it. Rewire the energy, the programs, thoughts, feelings, beliefs about not feeling worthy and forgetting who we truly are. Thinking that we're these rules, these inflated egos, these we're this mother, we're this father. And then guess what? All of those will fall apart because they are not infinite. And then 
This is why Buddha sat under the Bodhi tree for a long time to self-realize, to release the attachments, to release the attachments so you can learn to flow with the natural state of life, which allows us to truly experience, enjoy all of the polarity and learning how to live beyond it. That is exactly what I teach inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, because that is the mystical moment. When you are someone that realizes that perception, cause and effect is a pathway to wisdom and that you don't allow the ego, the uncontrolled mind to take you on those stories of lack of guilt, that is when you take your power back. So if we really want to stop tearing each other down as women, we must connect to the true essence of self-esteem. And the true essence of self-esteem is total acceptance and surrender to all that you are. It is going beyond the polarities of good and bad and doing the inner work, ladies. This is so important. Nothing will change if your inner world does not change first. This is a law of quantum physics, ladies. If you do not change your energy, thoughts, feelings, emotions, and belief systems, your outer world will continue to show you those programs. That's just the way it works. It's just quantum physics. So in order for you to learn to become in alignment with beautiful goddesses that see their own light and therefore see your light, you have to deal with those programs. You got to connect to that life purpose. You got to clear those inner child wounds. You got to remember who you are. And the biggest, most important thing is S with the capital or self with the capital S where you are in your satnam. You're excited about life. You're waking up filled with energy and all of us can do this. And I know that because my community members are doing that. I'm doing that right now, even when the time is showing you not to. You're trusting the process, moving forward in conviction with who you are. So this is what I teach inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. And I know it is one of the hardest things to rewire in women. Jogi Bhajan, the tantric master who brought Kundalini Yoga from the East to the West, used to hold these uh, women's camp. And he said that it would take almost six, seven days for women to start to be able to let their guard down, be vulnerable around each other and open their hearts. Because that's how programmed we are by the patriarchy to compete against each other to see each other as threats and also to just be so defensive defensive about life so it is something that we as women when we come together and we start to work on this whole entire world will change and your life will change and you have to force yourself like i've told you before i did a whole uh, video on or a whole podcast on community you know understanding that scientists say that community is just as important as food and shelter ladies and so you have to make it a point to be part of a community. You have to be around other women. That is the only way to reprogram the subconscious from this feeling of comparison, hate, jealousy, and just feeling like you need to tear some other woman down instead of fixing her crown and not telling the whole world it's crooked. That is a true essence of a sovereign woman. And that is what our mission is as a movement. So if you want to learn more, a little bit more, 
about the SW Samantha, you can actually check out my free training, Veronica Berrigan, I am .com forward slash three step framework. It's actually a link below as well as a link inside the IG bio. So go check it out. It'll give you an overview of everything that I teach inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. Like I told you in the last few days, I'm revamping everything uh, after this Saturday when I'm done with the uh, uh, classes this week. So for the next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll be in class four hours every single day. And so I'm just going to be really focused, really focused. I've been really uh, cleansing. I hope you all are cleansing right now because this full moon is really allowing us to do that. And so uh, check out the training, see if it's for you. And if you have any questions, you can ask me uh, there on the webinar as well. Also coming up on Friday, I'm so excited to be able to bring Lizzie. My classes are in the evening, so it's awesome that or in the afternoon, 2 to 6 p.m. Mountain Center time, which is 8 a.m. in Australia time. That really messed me up. So there'll be at 8 a.m. Some of my classmates are in Australia, and there'll be at 8 a.m. over there while it's only 2 o'clock p.m. here. It's kind of trippy. But um, Friday, I'm really excited because Lizzie will be joining us again. And like she told you all yesterday and the day before, she had a lot to say around this subject matter. And I think it's so important for us to hear other perspectives. So we'll continue to talk about healing the divine toxic, or not the divine, healing the toxic femininity and moving into our satnam, our true power. With Lizzie on Friday, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Just want to send you all a huge shout out. Thank you so much for being here live with me and for doing the inner work, coming into union with these very hard subject matters that sometimes a lot of people don't want to talk about, but they're so important to talk about. I hope that this has raised your level of frequency and that you yourself can see what this, this path of healing can actually lead you to do. So thank you so much for being here, ladies. I love you all with all of my heart. I'll see you again on, on, on Friday at 10 a.m. And just look out in my stories. I'll be posting a lot of the things that I'm learning inside of my certification program the next four days so you can learn with me. Thank you so much. Have a blessed rest of your day. Thank you, Dukia. Sending you so much love. Big kisses. Uh, Kylie, thank you so much. And thank you all, both ladies for the well wishes. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. This is what I'm talking about. You know, I'm speaking to the choir. Literally the women that are on here are exemplary, sovereign women supporting other women. I, I see you ladies. I completely see you. And I just want to say thank you for radiating your light, for seeing the light in you and allowing, other, and allowing yourself to see the light in others. I just want to say Thank you. Satnam, Marissa, thank you for your gorgeous, beautiful, radiant light. Diane, always, always Satnam to you, sister. I don't think there is a more kinder, courageous, more honest, more truly supportive woman than you. I haven't met a woman like that in a long time, Diane. So I, I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. I thank you, sister. Thank you. Thank you for all that you are. Thank you, ladies, so much. Thank you so much for being here. I love you all, DJAG, so much. Thank you, ladies. Have a blessed rest of your day, and I'll catch you all again on Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Berrigan, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.